Hello and welcome to Jerry Anderson Heroes and Villains. Stay on this channel. This is an emergency. Each episode, we'll choose at random a story from an Anderson show ranging from Fireball XL5 to Terrorhawks. I think this frequency should be put on priority monitoring. We'll then look at the hero and villain of the tale, discuss any behind the scenes, actor information, and I'm sure numerous tallies. Shadow control to all stations. We have a red alert. Repeat, condition is red. And at the end, crucially, we're going to vote for them. Stand by for action. Are you standing by for action, Ian? I'm, I'm always standing by for action. Anything could happen in the next half hour, Eric. That's not bad, yeah. but I Anything think it's going to be a bit more than half an hour. Yeah. Uh, Anything could happen in the next meandering 58 minutes. Bit of waffle, yeah. Bit of waffle, bit of waffle here and there. Yeah, um, so th this is a bonus that we've only just realised in that we weren't meant to be recording today, were we? No, not this. No. Well, yeah, one of, us, one of us was and one of us... We've got a bit out of kilter with our, uh, our episodes we're doing. Yeah, we were meant to be recording about Alien 3 today. Yes. Um, and I've... Because I've been building a terror fish, I've just had Stingray on my mind all week. And uh, yeah, we've just we've just arrived in the chat room. Me ready to talk Stingray. You ready to talk Alien Three? So yeah. So if if we if halfway through this we start discussing, uh, you know, Alien stuff, that's my fault entirely. Yeah. So so listener, um, you know, at, at the most, this is meant to be a bi-weekly show, but yeah. now you've got a, the first two episodes only a week apart. But then you're going to have to wait longer for the next one. Yeah, then it will be, yeah, I, I never said this to anybody who's new to our shows, that this, hopefully, you know, barring, you know, illness or real holidays life, yeah. and real life and stuff, it should be a bi-weekly show, just like we yes. do um, with our, you know, alien in character, blah, 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 and all like this. Any show that we record on a Sunday is every other week, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. It's only, only Doctor Who that gets... Uh, yeah, because that's during the week, yeah. and then work shifts and things get in the way then don't they but it, uh, it does yeah this has been going on for years we've had quite a tradition of sitting down at three o'clock on a sunday afternoon we've got to, to a point now where if like one of us is on holiday or whatever the other one sits here feeling lonely pining yeah yeah <laughs> i could be recording right now we start calling up relatives and going uh, do you want to discuss yeah stingray all right, so, um, yeah, here we are, um, yes. a, w a week early, but uh, very happy to be talking Stingray. And just like last week with Fireball XL5, first question, what's your first memory of the show and how old were you when it was first transmitted? Now, uh, Fireball XL5, I, I have this vague recollection that we had a Fireball XL5 toy, but Stingray, we definitely had a Stingray toy. Now, when you say Stingray toy, is it something for the bath? Is it, it was, uh, a die it, cast? It was. It came from a jumble cell, and it was a uh, a motorized one meant to go in water, but the motor didn't work. Uh, like most uh, toys that are meant to go in water, ends up going rusty. So mm -hmm. it it was all seized up and that. But we used to play with it in the uh, the paddling pool, acting out adventures. So, and I, I I was trying to think because the paddling pool we had. Uh, was in uh, the first house that I lived in, and we moved in 70, 76 we moved from there, so I would have been eight. So some sometime before 1976, I they must have been repeats or something, because I was aware that Stingray was a thing. Definitely the, the Anderson shows, I think we talked yeah. about this last week, the Anderson shows were definitely... Uh, being shown on TV in the early seventies, yeah. definitely, hundred yes, percent. Because I, I, I can't remember a time when I didn't know, you know, the theme song and uh, the the submarine and Troy and phones and Marina. Um, always, always liked Marina. Didn't Atlanta? Nah, oh no, nah, trying too hard, dear. Um, but yeah, so it, I, I must have been very aware of it. Um, and of course, there was always always sort of sketches and things in comedy shows wasn't there uh featuring you know thunderbirds and stingray and that and stingray always gets lumped in with thunderbirds whenever that sort of thing happens yeah um but uh yeah i very 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 fond memories of stingray um and and weirdly sort of watching it because i've never i've never done what we're doing which is watching each series in turn so comparing this to Fireball XL5, 
you can see that every aspect of the production has moved up a notch. It's evolved, has it? It definitely evolved. You know, the people are learning their craft, no pun intended. They're learning their skills. The writing's better. The characterization's better. The puppets are better. The special effects are certainly better. Also, we're in color. Yep. Um, which was obviously a, a, a big sort of selling point because they, at the beginning of the program, they could make a point, don't they? It starts in black and white mm. and then goes into color. So it must have been a big thing to say, look, look, this is color. And what did they call it? Vidi color. Vidi color. Vidi yeah. color. That sounds like something from Clockwork Orange, doesn't it? With no U in the color bit. So this is obviously no. aimed at the American oh, market, isn't 100%. it? 100%. I mean, Anderson's stuff was always, although it's hyper successful in the UK, it was always aimed with that that sweet, sweet American market. Um, again, a Luke Grade thing, and it? it's the the America was where the money was. Mm. Um, I imagine if they could sell it to like one American network, that was more than they were going to get out of any UK network for it. Mm. Um, but uh, it's weird <laughs> in that it's like most of the Anderson stuff. You know, it it features American heroes which may or may not be voiced by American actors. There's very much, it's a, a, a British person's view of what America was. Oh, yeah. You know, brash, big, bold. Everyone's either a, a redneck or, you know, a, a from New York. Yeah. It's, it's um, yeah, very, very cliched. But yeah, everything's, everything's gone up a notch. We've got, uh, the, the start is better, it's more action. The end song is is you know better i think it, this actually had a chart in position didn't it Again. it did it did yeah. um no yeah yeah you're 100% right. Yeah, every, everything has gone up a notch, you know. I mean, this is a classic opening, isn't it? The fact that you're yeah. in black and white and then switch to color with the thing saying in vid, vidi color, you know. Yeah. Um and that mad drum beat before the actual yeah. theme starts. I mean, that's insane, that drum beat at the beginning. Well, it's, it's brilliant. I love that. It's very military. Military for years have used different drum beats to mean different things, to give, you know, in, in the heat of a battle, cannons going off, guns, everything's chaos. A drum beat or, you know, a trumpet, ideal for signaling. So, And this is what this is, and it, it's so clever. And again, Anderson had sort of, he was honing his... Uh, sort of title sequences and this is one of the best i think this sort of it encapsulates everything it tells you everything you need to know and it? it's like you know you got commander shaw and he's like standby for action uh anything can happen in and it's telling you what's happening then you get everything you need to see the base going down stingray being launched well this is the Just start isn't up. it i yeah. mean we're gonna have this you know throughout an awful yeah. lot of the uh, jerry anderson shows this uh the start of these quick cut action scene compilation yeah. openings well this which... is this is the shop window isn't it you want oh, the yeah. best stuff you want to get people if you don't hook them in the first couple of minutes you would be turning over yeah you know to your other channel <laughs> at the time because um, again very very big rivalry between the bbc and itv during these this yes. period um so you you had to grab people and i think the the anderson shows sort of they're the epitome of of the grab them and then you've got them yes sort of opening credits yeah um i thought we would have a new little feature mini feature here yeah. which i'm calling ian's openings Ooh, uh, Ooh, uh. yeah um, which do you prefer? Uh, I, I thought each time we go to the show, yep. first time you you rank the opening, so you've got two to choose from now: Fireball XL five okay. and Stingray. Which one is better than the other? Stingray is <laughs> markably better than Fireball XL five. All right, so um, Stingray, Fireball. Uh, also, I think that the theme tune uh, has gone up a notch. Um, you know, it, it it was weird. I it was years. It was right, sort of early eighties when um, Fanderson were putting out some of the 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 music CDs and things. And um, before I realised, there was actually originally meant to be words to this opening theme, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah, Which is, yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but it's awful. Yeah, it's same as yeah. season three, Blake Seven. They were going to yes. have old, yep. old Tarrant crooning along to yeah, it oh it's just it's terrible no it? no it's, it's just, fine as it is isn't yeah. it yeah musical it's just great um yeah so so stingray definitely that's the tops at the moment yeah okay all right so all right we'll we'll, we'll go into the episode then and yeah, what, um, one other thing that i just just came to me and it's like oh god yeah i remember that um 
up on our wall on the staircase. So, so if you ever if you listened to the podcast before, you know when I was a kid, jumble sales they were the they were the business. They were mm. like the they were the conventions of your day. You could get most things you wanted from a jumble sale. Um, and I remember we, my dad got a um, an oil painting, you know, paint by numbers of Marineville, really the tower, yeah. And it was, I remember it being, it was probably terribly done, but I remember it being really well done. And it, uh, he had it framed, and it was on the staircase for years. Wow. I don't know what people thought coming in, going, oh, where's that? Is that you went on holiday there? It's like, yes, Marineville. See, I have no memory. What's, I know I watch Stingray, yeah. um, you know, because it's all very familiar to me, but I, I, I can't remember ever owning or even seeing really? any merchandise at all. Cause, and you're, you're, you're you know, um, several decades older than me, aren't you? So, I am, yeah. yeah. And um, the rest. And the rest. Uh, yeah, but you would have been like the prime age yeah. for yeah. this. I, I'm amazed you wouldn't have had... Something. I mean, there wasn't a lot. Of, I mean, there wasn't a lot of like. We didn't. There was no. We didn't get action figures and things back then. But you had like the the stingray water pistols and that. No, never saw them. Really? I can't remember ever I seeing them. I bet you wish you had the airfix stingray kit. Yeah, do- doesn't everybody? Well, yeah, you could retire on it now. Yeah. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, that sounded with that yeah, with that cough, we go into COVID. the story. Yeah, when we've got this nifty world security patrol submarine. Yes, uh, this is the sort of we had a bit of it in Fireball Notes Five, where they were trying to do a a bigger a bigger universe. So you had the space security service. In this one, they're going. This is the start of the the world government. With the world police, isn't it? Yeah, the world police, um, yeah. which is either depending on your your political views, either a terrible thing or a really good thing. Um, but I like this. Yeah, we uh, we get the um, uh, world security patrol, and then the Stingray organization is WASP, which is the World Aquanaut Security Patrol. Yes. I do have a I do have a question for later on for this. Well, I've got a question for now. Yeah. Right. We know it's a world security patrol submarine because yes. it's written it's on written the side. On it, yeah. Who's it written for? Yeah. Who's it written for? Who's going to see that? Because yeah. if it's on the surface, you can't see it, and well, this... if it's under the water, nobody can see it. Yeah. This is the. This is the. That we didn't really get in that much in Fireball X Five, but this is the start of the labeling thing. Yeah, labeling everything, which is pre-Batman. Everyone thinks Batman, mm. 1966 Batman started it, but this is what 64. Yes. Um and yeah, already doing it. Everything's got a label on, which is both sort of campy fun, but also brilliant because you don't need any exposition. No. Like you say, you know that say uh World Security Patrol sub. You know that the the vidi machine, you know, vidi call machine is is what it is. It because it's got a whack yeah, and great big got sign on it. Label on it. <laughs> and um, what's really weird is if you think of the scale of it, all these labels would be like a foot tall. Yeah, which is just astonishing. But you know, you want them to show up on your your you know three two five line mini telly you had back mm. then. Um, but yeah, what? Because we find out. I'll, I'll ask me a question now. We find out later on that no one's aware because. Um, Phones makes fun of Troy. You yeah, go again, Troy. Undersea people living undersea. What are they doing down there? If not, what yeah. crime is going on? Well, also, um, what what is the Wasp Force? For? Yeah, yeah. If what is? It, do you imagine, that's that's. It was it like a, originally just a a, a a a you know like the American Space Force. Now is it some mad politician's idea? It's like we need a police force for the underwater. What? There's nothing down there. Yeah. Like, okay. Tax mm. right off. Yeah, it's what are they doing? No idea, but it's a lovely model. Um, oh, it's nice, yeah. I don't know if that's more, more than like that's car from wood because this we're still yeah, a, a little so. bit away from you know um, getting going down to Woolworths, getting your airfix kit and converting it. Oh, that, yes, <laughs> that's, that's either carved or it's a toy submarine that they've um, repainted. But the it paint could, job's yeah. great. I love the it dark grey paint job. Yeah, and and if it's a toy submarine, it's more than likely like a little wind-up toy or something like that. But I, 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 my bet would be this is just a hand-carved wooden 
miniature because it's got to do nothing except blow up exactly um and like all the model work in stingray um that they're being flown on wires yes aren't they Um, or behind a fish tank yes behind a fish tank a a custom built fish tank it was only about six or seven inches deep wasn't it so the idea being if it's that narrow a fish tank the fish haven't got very far to swim away and get out of shot yeah you you're not you're not going to um they're going to be fairly evenly distributed. Mm, You're going to see yeah. them. I, I sometimes wonder how long did the fish last? Not long. Were, no, because it would have been hot, very, very... Uh, oh, that water would have boiled. Light. And yeah, I got a feeling, and this is well before any sort of um, RSPCA involvement. Yeah, there's no petter no. around then. I, but I, they I are tropical yeah. fish. You can see you've got angel yes, fish and you've yeah. got zebra fish and stuff. But yeah, I reckon that water would have started boiling. Yeah. Also, an amazing amount of non-saltwater fish yeah. swimming about in the sea. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we uh, we see uh, what's very familiar to you now because you've just made one. Yes, we get our first glimpse of the uh, terrorfish. The terrorfish, yeah. and I'm dropping it on you, Ian. But I thought at the end this can be our first craft. Oh, okay, yep. Okay, for our vehicle tally, yep. because I've got a suspicion as we go through Stingray, we're not going to see it do much more than fire a missile, and we get a lovely shot of the boarding tube going up to it and yeah, stuff like that. that. But I don't think I don't think there's going to be much, we see inside it no, in this ev- episode as every, well. Everything extra you learn about the fish is going to be from the pages of TV Twenty One. Right, and and and, and old Graham's cutaways yes. as well. What 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 do you think that uh, your, your initial thoughts before later um, on we'll vote would, on it? What do you think of the terror fish? I would love to have to be able to watch this fresh or know what I felt when I first saw this episode. Yeah, but you see it in the opening yeah. credits though, leaping through That's the. True. But would you think it's a fish? Would you think when when you watch this before it fires the missiles and you see in the eye? Would you think oh, that's a big fish? They've got the scale wrong here. Well, it's not metallic, is it? No, no, it's fishy coloured. I, I like. I think it makes sense to have a fish, and it works later on when when it uh, when Stingray pick it up on their um, uh, on their sonar. hydrophones, their sonar. Yeah, it works. They think, oh, it's a fish. Um, mm. So I, yeah, I think it's a clever idea. I think it's a clever idea. Again, very famous. I can't think of a time when when it wasn't part of the sort of the public consciousness. Yeah. I like that fast zoom in on, yes. on the eye and you see a couple of the old aquafibians inside. Um, yeah. Get used uh, to that style of shot. Yeah. Get that going forwards in Jerry Anderson. We get that so much where you, you zoom in quick on a very small model and then cut to the puppets. Yes. They yeah. do it later on in uh, Marineville and that, don't it? It, it? it becomes almost a trademark, but it, it does the job. It links the, the puppet sets with the models yes. in a way that you know, you you wouldn't get normally. Um, and we see our uh, aquafibians. We don't know who they are at the moment. Not yet. We don't get to see them properly because we cut to back outside and we have it opening its mouth yeah. to fire its torpedo. Yep. Um, same question as last time. Um, where are all these yeah. torpedoes stored? Well, I mean, because when we see the eye, they're not they're not that big, are they? The no, 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 no. You've practically got a yeah. whole torso shot of the aquafibian yeah. at the window so they they're must, not big yeah that where when that mouth opens the hinge part must be just where the aquafibian's feet are yes so i don't know where the missiles live in do you think it's like a ufo interceptor it's a one shot <laughs> yeah i, I think craft. so yeah i don't know I, now that's a good question as we go forward and watch more episodes do we ever see it one firing two? Or if our listener, if you're familiar, do we ever see a double firing yeah. um, on this? I'm not sure. Um, did you do you ever do you remember the uh, uh, space mystery space theater ones where they put lasers over the yeah, stick missiles? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, do, I wouldn't want to own that version. Um, it, it's not good. <laughs> Yeah, we have a new tally today, oh, right. oh. which we didn't have yeah. last time, and that's uh, the death tally. We're going to see how bloodthirsty the shows oh, are, right. okay. um, because yeah, they they outright destroy that submarine, and yeah. I'm assuming that submarine is crude, they not crude yeah, as in C R U D E. It's quite crude. Um, 
no, normally in these sort of things, they'll make mention if they'll go, it's destroyed one of our automatic probes because you get around it, don't you? But I think at this point, um, children's TV programs, there were deaths left, right and centre. Well, that's Everyone what we're going to chart. That. That's yeah. what we're going to look into and just see, as I say, which yep. is the most violent, bloodthirsty yeah. of all the shows. It might it might be quite a surprise it, it when could we get well to the be, end yeah. of it. Yeah. So that submarine is destroyed. Presumably there is a crew on a crew, board. Yeah, it less, less, it's got to be at least like 10 people, I would think, hasn't it? Because um, well, this isn't a super sub like uh, a Stingray, so it can't just take two people doing it. No, I well, I googled what yeah. is the crew complement of a submarine, and I've got an answer here which says, the largest crews I have found are the Soviet Typhoon class with 175 and the American Sturgeon class 179. More modern submarines tend to have smaller crews than their older equivalents due to extensive automation. A typical modern SSK might have a crew of 40 or 50. Okay, and we're further into the future now. Yeah. Although everything's 60s controls. Should um, we say 40 or 30? Let's, let's say 30. 30. All right, so yeah. our first death tally, Stingray That's equals quite a lot, 30. It is. Quite a yeah. Yes. All right, death tally of 30. Yeah. Um, All right. And then to make the world even bigger, we cut to the World Security Patrol headquarters. In Washington. Um, in Washington, yeah. So we're already expanded out, which is quite nice. Um, my only complaint with this is it's quite obviously Troy Tempest doing the voice of mm. the guy. It's like, they could have put a bit more effort into that. Yep. But that, that, that's he, he decides it's a job for the wasps, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. And we see, apart from the opening credits, that's when we see Commander Shaw for the first time. Um, yes, yeah. And and like I said last time, this is, a again, a recurring Anderson theme. You always, in these shows, you always get the head of uh, the unit and their second in command. And this time, it's Commander Shaw, who, very, very ahead of the game here, is uh, in a futuristic wheelchair. Yep. Um and He's as like kids, Professor just, X, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, as kids, we just accepted this. He's in a wheelchair, so what? Mm. Now they'd make such a fuss of it, wouldn't they? Yeah, but of yeah. course, this is that they're trying, even at this early stage, yes. to get out of the puppets walking. Yeah, because unfortunately, the first time we see Troy Tempest, he does walk, he and does it's walk. like, uh oh, oh dear. So, yeah, it's no yeah, wonder yeah. he swam everywhere. Um, what do you think of the uh, the face sculpts on these? Again, uh, I think they've moved forward a bit. Oh, definitely. I mean, you, you can totally see that's James Garner. Oh, based it's, it's Troy a, Tempted on yeah, James it's Garner. A brilliant sculpt of James Garner. Um, it's great. And um, Phones, weirdly, does or did then look like the actor that played Phones. Mm, um, yeah. Very famous actor, very famous voice. Commander Shaw and Atlanta, I think they, they, they veer more backwards to almost caricature. Yeah, uh, I think sculpts. The, the female sculpts in this, like Atlanta and Marine, especially Marina, much better than the drunken French <laughs> woman from the last one. Um, but the big step up for me, in all, well, as we introduced, is these people are characters. Yes. They're not just like Steve Zojak was just like A you, cipher, I think you said. Wasn't he? Yeah, they said, oh, he's just the all around American hero, and yeah. Venus was the kooky French love interest. And these have all got characters. And, and, senses of humor and that and yeah we we as soon as we we see this straight away because commander shaw basically says uh um launch stingray gets his gets gets to do his little thing i don't know why whenever they try to launch stingray they have to lower the building down i mean i, I mean, presume i'm presuming at some point stingray must go on just normal patrols you know, cause it must be a bugger living living in uh, Marineville, mustn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, this is the very first instance of, of a staple of the Anderson shows: nifty ways of getting aboard. Yes, yeah. You never just you never just walk into a in a door. No. Nope. Yeah, this is the uh, you know la last week we had very clunky, but not really a, a loading sequences where they get on their jet bikes and mm -hmm. hover in. But this, yeah, this is the first that will become very famous in Thunderbirds, uh, is the thing. It, it's quite a scary, if you were being lowered down on your seat, that I distance, wouldn't want to go on that. No. Because um, the seats are also not attached, because it comes down, and then two little locks, and they go, release tubes, 
And it's like, oh. I'll tell <laughs> you the what. The only thing holding you up was a couple of little latches. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. If they ever came up with a Jerry Anderson theme park, the white knuckle rides would be getting into the vehicles, yes. wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Yeah, you wouldn't need anything else. Oh, that yeah, would scare yeah. the crap out of me. Yeah. Um, Come on, so, kids. Yeah. Uh, are we going to put you in Stingray? Ah! And they're, down they go. They go to time. pen three. And I'm yes, assuming three, yep. there are other pens then. Yes. Well, again, we um, there are other Stingrays. We hear of them. I don't think we ever see any. I don't know. And they're um, all called Stingray? They're all called Stingray, but they got different pen numbers on them. Oh, of course, um, Stingray's got a number on it, hasn't yeah, it? Hasn't it got three, a number three? Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, Stingray three. Basically, yeah, there are other stingrays um, patrolling different sectors, presumably. Um, and what do you think of our our atomic submarine? It's it's very much a product of its time. You know, it's all curves yeah. and that. And yeah, I like it. I'm I'm, I'm not a massive fan. It's, um, it's the American uh, limousine of submarines. Isn't yes, it? yeah, it's totally good, impractical. Good way of putting it. Yeah, um, but I do love it. I just I just got uh we we were talking last week about we've not not done many kits of stingray and that we haven't got much so i sent off for a, an old 80s japanese reissue of stingray which comes with light and spinning uh propeller it can go in the water um you're going to take so, it in the bath with you no no i'm going I'm to build it with the motor in but i'm going to uh i'm not going to make it to go in the water can you imagine you'd spend all that time Masking it off and painting it, putting it in the water, and all the paint peels. All off. the decals. Yeah, the yeah they were. That's a good point, actually. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. Um, and I might scratch build an interior because you get absolutely zip interior on it. Typical Japanese model. Uh, right. Um, but yeah, I, I really like Stingray. Like I say, totally impractical, but a classic 60s design. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is a product of its time, yeah. isn't it? We we get the first of our... I, don't, I can't remember one from last week, unless they introduce it later on, but this is the first of our um, catchphrases as well, isn't it? So when we get them in Captain Scarlet and Thunderbirds, but this is the first one. So PWR, yeah. proceeding with orders received, which, again, gives it a little bit of a, little bit of a bigger military feel to it yeah it didn't exactly catch on though did it no no you didn't i don't remember hearing kids i mean you'd fab i think caught on but i don't yeah. really don't remember an sig anyone. yeah you if, if your mum said to you can you go to the shops and get you know 20 rothmans for uh, them of the days um you're you wouldn't go uh okay mum pwr yeah <laughs> you'd get a slap that pen three that's a good example yes. of of what i said earlier that, that they hadn't got round to using kit parts yet because no, no. I remember Martin Bauer telling me that when he built a Stingray for the Stingray comic, you know, back yes. in the 90s yep. when the um, all the Jerry Anderson shows were shown again and, um, you know, they came out with the comics, he, he did a lot of um, photo setups for the covers, didn't he, and, and yes. posters and yep. stuff. And I remember him saying that uh, it was a real pig to do Pen 3 because there's no... If there's a model kit part that you can see, you can you, you can extrapolate from that and you can work and out the scale, sizes yeah, of things. That's a good yeah, idea, yeah, yeah. But uh, alas, no, I don't think there's barely any no. kit part in Pen Three. Probably all, all either handmade or stuff like that. But but yeah, it's a nice model. I, I I've got to, I've got to hand it to I think it was Fleetway, wasn't it, that did the Thunderbirds and the Stingray comics uh, in the eighties. And the idea was um, they thought there's only a limited number of of photos available from the series so we'll hire martin bauer uh, mm -hmm. to recreate all the models and take new shots i mean that's amazing you wouldn't do it now well martin told me that yeah. the reason they did that was martin building a stingray was cheaper than commissioning artwork because you'd have yeah. to keep yeah. coming up with new pieces of artwork each Whereas time with when you've got the stingray model you can just do it in different yeah and different so they angles, say right we'd like yeah, pen three exactly. now we want him you know surfacing yeah. by an iceberg etc etc martin would go off and do it and it was cheaper to use martin bauer than an artist yeah, now they would just bloody uh, computer do it. Yeah. Um, we see the, the speed controls of Stingray. Uh, only got six speeds, one to six. Yes, and you 600 know. knots is their cruising yeah. speed. Yeah, e each each uh, rate is 100 knots, isn't it? So what rate one is 100 knots up to rate six, which is 600 knots. Yeah. I don't know what that equates to. I have no idea. I'm not very good at nautical miles and all that sort of thing. Um, mm. So, could be fast. I imagine it's fast. Yeah. 
can we rewind a couple of minutes? We can, yeah. When uh, Stingray Couldn't launches, <laughs> when he launches, yes. when it launches out of that tube, I still don't, I can't understand how they achieve the effect of the bubbles coming out the tube, because everything's filmed behind a fish tank. Yeah. So that stingray coming out the tube, that, it's that all dry. Must, well, I don't know. I reckon that stingray's got to be underwater. So that is an actual water shock. I reckon shock. that's an actual water shock. Because I don't be- know how else you would do it. Because those bubbles yeah. most definitely come out of that tube, yeah. don't they? And there, uh, and there was no such thing on British television then of like optical printers that no. you could composite shots No, that's shots all in together. camera. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so I th- I think that must be one of the few shots where that's that model is underwater. Yeah. Okay. In which case that's bloody good because you've got you've got to you've got to fly a fly a model on a wire underwater. Yeah. And time it that it happens just at the point that you squirt the squirt air. the bubbles out, yeah. I mean yeah. it's it's a great shot. It's used in every episode. Yeah. It's yeah. stock footage launch. But again, a wonderful launch sequence for yeah. Stingray. Um, and just like last week as well, you know, um, it's good because we, we we get the notion that it takes time to get anywhere. Yes. Um, and so they go off to the relaxation bay. How yeah. big is this bloody submarine? Well, when when I made the um, Comet Miniatures uh, kit, um, I sort of looked into the Stingray interior and that. And so you've got this sort of guardrail guard and then a recessed part, which looks like a swimming pool in the middle of the cockpit and that's the that's the relaxation base so that's what like the the crew quarters okay. where they can you know have coffees now i was i was also uh sort of torn on this and i'll leave this up to you because because also command shaw goes well there's nothing we can do until they uh, get to their position because again very very good they're not instantly there no I like it it's good but he goes uh, atlanta make me some coffee now i thought originally that would go on our sexist pole. But it's a military chain of command. She's lower than him. Yes. So I think it's okay that he asked yeah. him to make the coffee. No, no, no. We're at zero yeah. on the dodgy tally <laughs> so far, aren't we? We are. Um, so they pass the island of Lemoy. Yeah. And Lemoy, we see right? a, a, yeah, we see a green Peter Lorre. Do you know, did, was Peter Lorre ever told? Was he ever I aware doubt, that yeah. there was a puppet version of himself? Because it's him, definitely yeah. him, isn't it? Oh, it's it? Peter Lorre. He talks like Peter Lorre. He looks like Peter Lorre. I imagine, um, I imagine they probably didn't tell him. How, how would you do? How would you tell us? Well, we've got this reptilian, green-skinned, fishy man. Uh, we're basing it on you, mate. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, <laughs> this odious spy. Yeah. Yes, and uh, he's got the classic, <laughs> over-the-top Jerry Anderson <laughs> uh, spy villa, hasn't he? Where he pulls a lever, and all this stuff flips. Everything over turns him. around. <laughs> sort of in in how you imagine like a 1930s speakeasy sort of thing, and it where the, the pool table turns into a control table and everything turns around um it, it doesn't seem very practical to me i'm sure if you're six or seven you think this yeah. is fascinating but yeah you, you know add a zero onto the end of that age and you're just going yeah. why if he's living alone in this house yeah. all by itself on an island and how did he uh, how was all this put stuff installed and does he get many visitors that makes it worthwhile hmm you know, to the Jehovah's turn up a lot. Um, what I think for our age, the the bigger fun is spotting the uh, cupboard door handles, um, <laughs> because all of his controls are MFI door handles. I reckon you could go down to B and Q and recreate his control panel. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's it's very very uh, very good. Um, and then we get our first glimpse of our, what's going to become our sort of recurring villain is um he's contacted for no readily apparent reason um by titan king titan king titan yeah yes yeah and uh yeah he tells king titan that stingray is going to go to the crash site yes we have shortly we're going to see king titan and he's going to be talking but there's never any explanation given why they attack that submarine no, no, there's never like they, you know, they like on the Mistrons where you could, there's never anything like, well, they're going to discover our city or they strayed too close. You know, you could have done a, something where like at the beginning they go, um, Submarine X-40 is going deepest into Marianas Trench we've ever been and they find them down and you could see why they're, it just seems like they're stirring it a bit. 
Yeah. Well, they've installed old X20. Is it X20? He's X20, isn't he? Yes, X20, yeah. Peter Laurie. So, you know, at this point, you know, Troy believes that there's underwater races, but nobody knows for sure. King Titan and everybody down there knows about the surface dwellers, but the surface dwellers don't know about them. No, they've got must have a good knowledge of them because they they know enough to be able to recreate a rather nice cottage on an island. That's a point. Did they buy yeah. that cottage? I'd like to see X twenty going to the yeah. estate agents. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you want to make an offer on the cottage? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We never see that, do we? No. Them filling out the paperwork. Previous address. <laughs> But like I said last time, you know, this is a children's show. This is an out-and-out children's show. You're not meant to put too much logic or think about it too much, are you? No, no, no. This is action all the way through. You just just have to go along with it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Stingray turns up at the crash site, doesn't it? And um, we get a shot, lovely shot again, of the terror fish coming up almost behind it. Very, very well done. uh, but they pick it up on their um, sonar, uh, and unfortunately, this is one of the many instances we get where Phones is not very good at his job, is he? Because <laughs> he's like, try, say Troy, I, I've got a read in. He goes, oh, it's okay, it's only a big fish. It's a fish, and a big one. Yeah, I like that. He gets, so, the, a fish the size of your submarine, that's not noteworthy enough. No. He's like, oh, it's a fish. Turn around it's, and look at it. Yeah. Yeah, look out the window. You've got plenty of windows on this submarine. <laughs> Don't trust that bloody idiot phones. He's a drunkard, obviously. Yeah. Um, I do like phones, though. He is funny. He is uh, funny. Yeah. We get the first of the uh, Stingray crashes. And it's quite a crash, isn't it? They really thwang that model into the, the seabed. Yeah. And it, it's one of the few times, I think, where you can actually see that the side fins were hydroplanes. They did move up and down. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, it's, a, it's is, a good effect yeah. shot. It is, I, it's nice. I like in all these shows, you can tell where the advert break is because that's end of yes. part one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This was ITV, so this would have been uh, show the kids some uh, Skyray lolly adverts and things. Yes, yeah. And uh, when we come back, Marineville goes on alert and that's yep. we've got a very lengthy effect sequence of Marineville sinking down for the yep. first time. Um, I don't know about the practicalities of this, do you? No, I don't. I mean, just build it underground. What yeah. do you get? What? Why do you, all the effort you're putting in to have all these motors and stuff and the, the havoc it causes and the danger you've got in the time zone that it takes a long time to go, just build it underground. Yeah. If you want to have a look at the sunset, just go upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I'd never understand this. It's like, it's the equivalent of the... Um, on Star Trek and, and the Enterprise, isn't it, where like they'll get hit by a photon torpedo and all the lights will go out and Kirk will go, uh, emergency power. Just leave it on the emergency power. Yeah. That's obviously good enough to survive an attack. Just yep. use that. Yep. Yeah. So they go on full alert. Troy wakes up, but we never see him pass out. No. But he, wake, he wakes up and he meets Marina. Yes. And it's, it's love at first sight. I don't know. It, she, yeah. she is a very beautiful model. It's very, very... Uh, the, the Marina became quite famous, didn't she? As yep. being a sexy puppet. Yes. Um, I, don't, I don't know how much... Uh, whether this comes under sexism, but I, it is the fact that she's meant to be the perfect woman because she can't speak. Mm, yeah. But we don't know that, so it's no, no, not going know, on our yeah. dodgy list. All right, so he sees her, and there's Titan. There's our, um, you know, subject of the week there. Yes. Hey, where's Phones? Where is he? Why don't you answer me? You're wasting your time, Turanian. She cannot speak. None of her race know the luxury of words. She is my slave. And you are my prisoner. Just... Who are you? And where am I? I am Titan, leader of the underwater city of Titanica. I must congratulate you. You are the first Terranian to set eyes on one of the people of the underwater world. But it seems so fantastic. I can hardly believe it. Believe it? Look above you. Five thousand fathoms of water. And all around us, the mighty ocean. You see, Turanian, there is no escape. 
But why are you holding me as a prisoner? I'm a member of the World Aquanaut Security Patrol. Our job is to investigate, not to fight. Maybe so, but we'll soon find out. Don't worry, Terranian. You will be given a fair trial. <laughs> um, in his natty lime cloak. I love his yeah, little he's, lime he's, green yeah, cloak. I like, his, I like his little outfit, yeah. Yeah, um, and he said Marina's his slave. Well, th- this yeah. is strange because I didn't say, but you know, Stingray. I have no memory of watching. I only know this first episode from that compilation, yeah. first episode compilation DVD that I had. But in my mind, Marina was Titan's daughter. But yeah, I got that I'd completely for- wrong. Yeah, I must admit I'd forgotten because you said you mentioned last week, and I thought, oh, it's his daughter. And then it's like, oh no, she's just a, she's just a slave. Unless in a later episode, it comes out. I don't know why I've got that in yeah. my head. Um, but he he says he is Titan, leader of the city, Titanica. Yes. So he's not the leader. He's not king of a of a realm. No, no, he's just just a he's king like, of a, a city. Mayor, he? So yeah. he's the mayor. You know? Yeah, I mean, it does beg the question: Are there other cities? Because um, what would you know if it was the only one? Why would he say that? He would just say, yeah. I'm the ruler of my people. Yeah, so but he doesn't. Yeah, he's just a petty, you know, governor. Warlord. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a king. Uh, and yeah, Marina is a slave from a mute so. race. The whole race are mute. Yeah. Not entirely sure how that's going to work. You know. Here's a question that hasn't, uh, that, that, that has only just occurred to me. Um, and maybe we find, maybe you know, or maybe we'll find out in in uh, other episodes. Marina can she's like Namor, the Submariner. She can breathe underwater and she yes. can breathe in air. Is that the same for Titan and X twenty as well? Well, I presume so because um, X twenty is up in the air. Yeah, and Titan is in breathing. the same room as as Troy, and he's not. He's not going. We're underwater, you buggers. So I yeah, I imagine that they all can live. I mean, it makes you wonder why they've chosen to live underwater. Yes. Can, um, well, no, they must as well, because we see them with Troy. I was going to say, can the Aquafibians, the sort of run-in-the-mill guys, can they breathe in air? Well, they, they must be able to, yeah. Well, yeah, no, they're inside the, yeah. the terrafish at the end, so they can breathe air. Yeah. But presumably they can breathe underwater because they look like fish people, don't they? I'm surprised we didn't get some link to Atlantis. Maybe we will in other yeah, episodes. Maybe, perhaps. Because that was sort of flavour of the month at that point, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and that would sort of make sense. Because I'm presuming, I'm presuming then the Aquafibians didn't evolve underwater. They didn't evolve no. underwater. No, they can't. Because why, why would you evolve underwater to breathe air? Yeah. Are the Aquafibians the inhabitants of Titanica? I don't know. Or are they more like Marina's people? Because Marina is definitely more human-looking yeah. than any of the others we see. I'd say that Titan looks more human than the uh, the the Aquafibians. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder. I don't know. I mean, again, a children's program, they're not going to go into great depths on the political setup of, of Titanica. No, no. Well, Titan says, you know, Troy is going to be put on trial. Yeah. No word of why he's attacking the surface, nor what what <coughs> uh, Troy's on trial for. Except no. we've got to find out whether you're an an enemy or not. Yeah. So so they I think we mentioned this in effectively speaking. Um, they they base all of their decisions on whether their pet fish will stare at you. Oh my goodness, Teufel. Yeah, Teufel the sea god. And if he if he keeps looking at you for a minute, he must like you. Therefore, so. This entire series would have been completely different if that fish had a longer attention span. Yeah. Or Troy Tempest, wouldn't you be doing something like waving at him or something? Like, come on, yeah, keep come his on, attention. Fish, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we get this sort of interminable countdown. Yeah, one it. marine yeah. minute that's going to yeah. take, which is it's like a it's space like half an hour to me. Yeah. And it goes on and on. Then, like in the last thirty seconds, um, or the, the last like five seconds, the fish looks away. Quite. Uh, quite rudely, I thought. He really <laughs> flounces away, don't he? And that's it. And I like later on we get a, a little talk between Troy and Phones. And Phones quite rightly points out that they never do in these programs. It's like, well, that's good, isn't it? 
I get condemned because the fish wouldn't look at you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't get a fair trial. Now, where is Phones during all this? Uh, I presume he's locked up somewhere. Yeah. Well, they're going to be locked up. He's found yeah. guilty. They're all going to be taken to Aquatraz. Yeah, Aquatraz. Oh, that, oh, dear. I don't like that. Well, it's for children, this, isn't yeah. it? It's for children. This is the sort of script you'd get in one of the annuals. Yes, you're quite right, yeah. You know? Um, I love this Terrorfish boarding station. We see, you know, because I've had this problem building that Terrorfish this week in yeah. the... You can't put it down because of the lower fins. Yes. You can't You can't put it down on the bench. Um, I've had to keep laying it on its side. But here we've got this little cradle thing. Yeah, I quite like this little cradle in. that holds them up and it sits in. And then uh, on a, a much better move than XL5 last week, it's just hinged. So it just pushes them off. You, you don't have to keep going and getting no. the cradle back. I like the way that you've got a board, obviously got a boarding hatch because that travel yes. tube... Very uh, a pre- much a precursor to you know space nineteen ninety nines travels along, yeah. and uh, yeah, presumably in the side of a terrorfish, you've got a hatch which opens. Yeah, no sign of it on my model. I, no, I was going to say, did you build one in your model? Or? Uh, no, no sign of it. I don't see where it can go because I imagine I imagine there's a, a cutaway. Let's have a quick Google. Uh... Have you got the cutaway books? I know they were around in the 90s, the I Graham Bleefham or whatever his name was. I did have them for most of it. I used to have a much, much bigger Anderson um, uh, book collection, but gradually it just whittled it down. Um, it doesn't actually I, show us. Graham Bleefman's doesn't show us. He's let us down. I'm sure there is. I'm, yeah. I, I'm sure there is. If, if, if you Google image Terrorfish, I'm sure there is a cutaway somewhere because... I was trying to find decent images of all the spots yeah. on, on its face, you know, and I'm sure a cutaway It's a strange hobby up. we've got, really. <laughs> you're, you're Googling spotty fish, and I'm yes. trying to find out where, where you enter a fish. Where do you enter this um, fish? Don't Google search that, I would say. <laughs> oh, I found, I found the cutaway. Yeah. Does um, it list it? No. It shows yeah. that there's a, a, there's a rear hatch. Um, there's two rear hatches, so that must be like an airlock sort of area. Yeah, it must be. Again, though, if you're if you can breathe underwater, why would you want an airlock? This you is could true. Just solve, you could solve all of this by um, just having your ship flooded. That way, the humans could never use it. Yeah, this 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 cockpit is very minimal, isn't it? Yes. Um, you've got you've got two co- you've got a pilot and a co-pilot. They they've got no chairs for sitting down. Um, they've got very no, they, minimal controls. They have to stand up at the controls, but there are two chairs at the back at for the prisoners. Back. Yeah, which is very strange. Um, I love that you, shot of the aquafibians and their dumpy legs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you get a lovely shot from behind, and they've got quite quite <laughs> short, stubby legs and massive um, massive uh, buttocks. Yes. Yeah. Poor things. I can't see anyone cosplaying as an aquafibian, no, can you? No, I wouldn't have thought so. No, have you seen people, so. I mean, bless them, you know, they, they, they make the costumes for Troy Tempest, but never a, pu- a, pu- right. a puppet character never looks right as a no, human. I, do, I think the, the uniforms in this are a big step up from Fireball XL5. They're, they're really nice, but I've, yeah, I've never seen, even up to Captain Scarlet, I've never seen, uh, and it's not to do with quality, even like professional people do, you know, we had the stage play and that. Um, they never look right. No. They, they never look right on a human person. No, especially the hats never look right. Yeah. You know, an um, international rescue hat never looks quite right on a human. And the Captain Scarlet cap, even yeah, though ne- I'd love one. never. It, yeah. This, mm, yeah. Um, okay, so Marina unties Phones and Troy. Yes. And the Aquafibians, we hear them for the first time talk. Now, yes. is this... I don't mind it. It's bubbly underwater talk. It's not any sort of like dodgy, not like, you know, last time yeah. on Fireball XL5, it's got to be some sort of no, like I, Middle I Eastern it, voice. Yeah, I think it's they're definitely doing a touch of that, but it's not meant to be, it's so well disguised, like you say, that with the bubble effect and that. I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, mm. I'm okay with it. Yeah. But it is people just going flubber dubber dubber dub. It is. It's Bill and Ben. Now, I yeah. hadn't thought about that. It's Bill and Ben, ben underwater, basically, yeah. isn't it? At least Bill and Ben were on weed, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. 
So, yeah, we have a little battle, don't we? They yes. overcome the crew, and um, we haven't said, but there's going to be a countdown because these nuclear missiles are going to... Commander Shaw's just going to bomb the whole area. Yeah, yeah, he's um, he's very much in the mould of, uh, of like, Doctor Who characters that worked for the civil service. His first instinct is... Um, bomb we've lost We've lost contact with Stingray. It may be... Uh, Te- technical fault, but let's bomb the entire area yeah. with nuclear missiles. Let's just kill all yeah. that marine life yep. unnecessarily. Um, so, yeah, but at the last minute, you know, they see the terror fish. I don't know where this yes. camera is that's um, underwater. That yeah, they, they must see. have lots of underwater cameras kicking about. Yeah. Because they they're usually positioned just where you need them to be as well. Yeah. yeah. Is, and... I must admit, I do. I think this is a lovely shot we get. What of the terrorfish towing towing stingray? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. And because uh, we find out, we find out when stingray crashes. Now we find out it's all the entire submarine's flooded. Yes, except the control uh, room. Apart from the control yeah. room, yeah. And uh, yeah, the story wraps up at the end. They're having dinner, yep. a real bow tie affair. They're all sporting bow ties, and they tell their story and uh, introduce yep. Marina. Yeah, because they've told the whole story, but not anything about marina i don't know no, you where... can tell the whole story how, how yeah. do you get around the how you got untied then if you hadn't explained marina but also what where was marina during all this time yes yeah. yeah what what were they don't look at it just hide hide under this cover you're our big finale um and then we get the start of the uh proposed love triangle yeah. isn't it, between green eyed atlanta oh, um and yeah uh Atlanta, who up till this point has been very professional, you know, and you, again, Jerry Anderson stuff, you go, oh, look, as a, a, for the 60s, a, a female in a high military position, brilliant. But then she immediately is, oh, I, I know who my competition is. Yeah. Oh, She's dear. immediately, uh, if there's two women, they've got to be rivals for wanting the man. Um, none of, neither of them thought, I'll settle for phones. No, poor old phones. Yeah. Poor old phones. Um, what I don't like in this wrapping up is, you know, we've we, we've seen during the story uh, that Troy Tempest has a alternative head. He has a stern yes. face, doesn't he? Uh, he does, you, yeah. You know, but this this face he sports at the very end, this smug smile face, Troy Tempest is terrible. Yeah, you they see- they all they all had um, multiple heads. Yeah, so if they wanted to do uh, an expression. I mean, normally you wouldn't get it, but if they had to, they'd have to swap heads. And I think there was seemed to be three for each one, weren't there? There was sort of the 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 normal, the smiling, and the Actually, stern, was, and, yeah, and the stern. But this one, yeah, is he does look smug. You want to slap him? <laughs> that would put you off him straight away. Yeah, he um, he does. He's, I think he's got some charm, um, but. You you can imagine if this was live action and he was James Garner, James Garner could pull off that sort of smugness quite yeah. well. But yeah, the puppet not quite so he good. He just looks daft. Yeah. And then yeah, the story ends with that song. The classic yes, song. Very, very famous. Yeah. Uh Marina song. Yeah. Um with at the time I I remember these credits because you get a uh, a shot of the puppets and then the credits slide in either yes. down or up and and it very Quinn Martin used to do similar stuff and uh, really I used to love these style of credits as a kid I thought it was just so clever I mean it's so very basic now but when you consider what the BBC were doing which was just roller slides mm-hmm. yeah this is definitely a step up yep. uh, and it is a good song I like the song very mm. famous song I don't mind uh, it at all I much prefer it over the Fireball XL5 song uh, at the end I, I've got a soft spot for Fireball XL5 song, but yeah, Marie, Marina is a much, much better song yeah. in any sort of aspect. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, Dodgy Tally. I yeah. don't think there's anything in this no, story. No, no, I think there, there's a couple come sales close, yeah. no pun intended. Um, but no, I think it gets away with it. I was looking at that dinner scene to see if they had yeah. like a glass of cognac. Or anything, but uh, no, no, we, no, no, no alcohol shop. yet. Yeah, no, no, no smoking, no alcohol. Not we're, yet. We're all right at the moment. Yeah. So that's still Fireball XL five has a three in the dodgy yep. tally. Uh, death tally though, I think oh, we'll we'll, we'll keep that thirty. Yeah. Okay. So 
Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ooh, mm. I think this might rack up. I mean, certainly in uh, Captain Scarlet, it'll rack up, won't it? Yes. That was like death every week. Well, some of them, it's going to be whole yeah. cities, and it's like, blimey, we've got to yeah. try and come up with a figure. Okay, so King Titan, our subject, yes. uh, played by Ray Barrett. Yeah, um, very famous Ray Barrett. We know him from Doctor Who, of course. We do, we do. Yeah. He was in tons of stuff, Out of This World, Zed Cast, Doctor yeah. Who. Um, what's the Coquillian? Oh, yeah, he was Coquillian. Coquillian, yeah. yeah. Cocky licking. <laughs> Chicky licky. Um, yeah. he, he was in The Reptile, Hammer's The Reptile. I don't know, I can't remember oh, him right. being in that. Oh, isn't he? He's not her dad, is he? He's, oh, I've watched that recently as well. Is it? Oh, he might yeah, be. I he think might he's be. A dad, yeah. But he's an Aussie, isn't he? He was born he is in Brisbane. Aus- Australian. Um, um, very pockmarked skin. Yes. You know that that era when, if you had, uh, if you had like um, chicken pox and that, there wasn't a lot they could do it. So people ended up with very very pockmarked skin. Yeah. yeah. But a good actor. I always liked him. Yeah. It says um, he began acting at the age of 11 and was the first actor put under contract by the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, drama wow. section. He worked for several years on radio in Sydney before working successfully in Britain between 1958 and the mid-70s when he returned to Australia. Right. And there, back in Australia, there is a Mad Max connection. Oh. Two Mad Max connections really? uh, with old Ray. He was in the Mel Gibson film Tim. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Okay, yeah. and a film we've mentioned a few times um, when we did Mad Max in character, Where the Green Ants Dream. Ah, right, that we neither of us have seen. Neither of us have seen, but it's got Bruce Spence in it, so there's a couple right. of Mad Max connections yeah, good, yeah. there. See, that or the, the Australian acting pool is quite shallow. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Um, and his Anderson tally, of course, is very high. Yes. Um, because um, he was in Stingray. He he, he did di- different voices. In, yeah. They all did, didn't they? Yeah, um, yeah. You'll you'll as we go along, we'll get to to recognise. They they only had a certain. I mean, you wouldn't pay someone to come in to do one line, so you'd get your standard cast to yes. do. Yeah. You know. So his Anderson tally is seventy-two. Wow. All right. Because that Stingray various voices 40 times. Yep. And then Thunderbirds various voices 31 times. Did he play any major Thunderbirds characters? He's John Tracy. Oh, he's John. Yeah. And he's the Hood. Wow. That's why it's 31 times. And then, yeah, the last one, Thunderbirds are Go. He's in that as well. Presumably playing the same characters. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, Anderson Talia, 72. I don't know who... I can't predict who's going to be the highest. I'm, I'm guessing it'll be someone like Shane Rimmer. Well, I don't know where it could or be, Or David yeah. Graham. Yeah, I think David Graham is going to be the one to be. All right. Because um, Shane Rimmer had such a recognisable voice. I don't think they used him that much. But, hmm. yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. And we also have an ITC tally for the actor. Yep. Um, it's only one. He was in the Avengers once. Oh, right. I think everyone oh. was in the Avengers once, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, King Titan then. Yes. All right. Um, we're doing what we do on Blade Runner. We we, we uh, vote on their design and effectiveness to give us a final tally. Uh, what do you think of the design, if you look at um, a lovely colour photo of King Titan? I think he's... I'm looking at one now. I think he's, he's definitely... They're, they're aiming for the uh, Ming, the Merciless vibes, oh, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but I quite like it. Like you say, he's got that really weird cape on. <laughs> um with, with very natty... I don't know what they're meant to be, like lilies or, you know, something like that round his neck. Um, but I, I, I quite like his design. I'm, I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him a seven on design. A seven. I gave him an eight. Ooh, I, I, th- I think he looks great. Uh, yeah. I, he's very menacing. He's got a very effeminate outfit, but that face, you, you know, wouldn't, the big you eyes wouldn't and say the it to his face, would you? No. You wouldn't no. go, you know, <laughs> bit effeminate there, mate. Yeah. So he dressed that... you, your mother? You go, yeah. <laughs> Oh, can you imagine what his mother looks like? Well, I imagine he must choose his outfit. He puts an outfit on and he goes, Joyful, will you look at me for a minute? Oh, that's how he decides what to wear. Yeah, and then one day the fish was like, he said, what have I got left? I got me mum's cape. 
puts it on, and the fish, he didn't know, the fish had actually died. It's just sat there looking at him. He goes, oh, the fish loves my outfit. And that's that's what happened. Uh, that's in the extended cut of this episode. Okay, all yeah. right. So that's seven and a half yep. for the character design. How effective is this fella? Uh, I, I agree with you. I think he's a great villain. Um, some of the Anderson villains can be a bit over the top and therefore not very threatening. But Titan, I don't think he ever went down the hood route, did he? He was always, he was always willing to kill them all. I mean, that, it, he he lost because of the uh, the you know the heroes had their immunity, um, and I do love Ray Barrett's performance. I think it's a, one of the great villains on this. Uh, so I'm going to go up to a nine, I think. For... A nine? Oh, I stayed at an nine. eight. Okay. So we balance out there. Then that's the easy one. Yeah. Say eight. eight. So that's yeah yeah yeah. So it's an eight. That's he gets fair. a final tally of an eight. So he is our highest so far. And again, he's got more personality in just this one episode than the guys had last week. Yeah. Fireball. So they've learned, haven't they? I know he's a recurring villain. Um, but yeah, they've learned straight away that give these people some personality. Yeah, and that reflects on our final tally because he gets yeah. an eight. The subterrain chief was only 4.25. Yeah, that shows you. So there's quite a difference there. Okay, and uh, the terror fish then is just a standard out of ten. Um, what do you think? What do you give it? I do like it. Um, it's iconic, but I think that I don't want to score it too highly because we've got tons we've of got craft ton, down. The, yeah, it's going to get very, very complicated. So I, I'm going to give this one a six. Is that all? No, I'll go to seven. Go on. All right. Seven. Well, I, I never know with our first score. It's so difficult. Well, they are subject to yeah. alteration as yes. we go on. Um, I gave it an eight. I think it's eight, really, no, really eight. good. It's a bugger to paint. I mean, I can imagine, yeah. The simpler but, paint designs always are, aren't they? I don't know what they were going for because you've got these yellow dots all the way down the midsection, very regular yellow dots, and it's very weird. Around that, that the red areas, I just thought they were red spots. And if you Google image, you know, kits that are, yeah. people have built, they just paint, paint red spots. But it looks almost to me like the, the front of the head is made out of some sort of like red foam and a bit of it is broken off. Oh, right. So you think it's actually, it's not a design. It's more of a Yeah, it could damaged be. It doesn't look like end. just regular paint. It looks like red foam. What scale did they do the terrorfish in? I don't I know. know. There was like there was like three different scales of stingray, wasn't there? Yeah, I've got I've got photos of the different stingrays, but not one of a terrorfish. Just I'm just... presuming none of them have survived either. Oh, I guess not. I guess not. Um, so that was a bit of a bugger to recreate the red and the yellows. I'm, I'm quite pleased with how it come out. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's seven and a half did, did for our first video. Leave you battered. Fish. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, I've had my chips. Oh, no, it would stop there. Uh, so that's seven and a half. Our very first okay. vehicle gets seven and a half. This isn't in your top ten Anderson stories, is it? Um, I mean, you can put it on as number one, and then it then. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put it on as num- I'll put it in there. I'll put it on as number one because it's a good. It's a good pilot. Um, it tells you everything you need to know. Uh, it's it's action full as well, <clears throat> um, and there's no real silliness in it. All right. You know that might change as we go on. All right. Stingray episodes, but yeah, I I do I think it's a very strong opening episode. Okay. All right. We'll put that there. And with that, we're done. That's us done. Um. So yeah, we just got to say uh, what we're doing next and what we're doing yes. next in two weeks' time, not a week's yes. time. Don't, <laughs> don't don't get used to this. Uh. Yeah. Captain Scarlet is our. Uh, are we not doing Thunderbirds? Oh, Thunderbirds, of course it is. Oh. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Yeah, no, sorry, Your Thunderbirds, Trapped all, in the Sky. Thing. Um, yes, Trapped in the Sky, uh, very, very famous. I've got this on Super 8 as well, but I'll watch it on Blu-ray. Mm. No, DVD I got, and you've got Blu-ray, haven't you? I haven't got this yeah. I haven't got Thunderbirds on Blu-ray. It's one of them. Keep me in deep. I'm surprised you haven't yeah. got it. Well, I was put off because you hear horror stories about the change in aspect ratio and stuff like that oh, I, d- so, I don't mind it i mean no. I, I don't even notice it i tell you what you say about that um stingray on blu-ray um the colors have been changed and it's very weird that the opening credits when you have the the underwater explosion and it all the water yeah gushes up it turns red oh that's it's been weird. tinted red almost like it's a, a lava 
underneath. And that couldn't have been up. on the original. No, I, I, I saw discussion on on some of the groups uh, about why why is this now red? That wasn't originally on there, so I don't know why they've added a red tint to it. That's weird. I've I've got the the last DVD box they did on Stingray, and it's um it's really good prints and it's very nice quality. A little bit. Some of the shots were a little bit washed out, so I wonder if they were trying to colour correct some of it. I don't and know. Overdid it. I don't know. Hmm. But, hmm interesting. Hmm. No, it's, sometimes it's not the best on Blu-ray, is it? We've no, no. Um, somebody was only just saying the other day some of the um, episodes of UFO look yeah. better on DVD than they do on Blu-ray. I, I haven't put both on to compare and contrast. No, before. I haven't. I must admit, I uh, I thought I bought the Blu-ray box set with the book. For UFO, yeah. and I thought the print quality was amazing. It is. I still, yeah. I, I still think uh, Space Nineteen Ninety Nine Series One is the best transfer. Yeah. yeah. But I think they they had major advantages on that in having they had access to all the original uh, negatives, didn't they? Where some of the others they don't. They, no. They've gone off of prints and things like that. But it is, perhaps we should at the end of it we should um, compare and contrast. Which is the best way to watch these? Yeah, that's yeah. an idea. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Super Eight, black and white, silent. Yeah. <laughs> black and white, silent. Trapped in the sky, black and white, oh silent. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> Just what get is the whir. point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when we were kids, that was amazing. Yeah, that was amazing to watch. It's like you've got that was moving the only way you images. Could do it, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what I would have been like because my my dad uh, had a lot of su- uh, Super Eight stuff, but it was always he only had a silent projector. And I think if I'd have had a sound projector as a kid, that would have just done me in. It would have blown my mind. <laughs> How did he do this? It's magic. All right. Okay. Well, um, thanks, Ian. Sorry for uh, no pu- pu- putting you on the spot today. Um, That's all right. Well, well, Stingray and Alien 3, very, very similar beasts. Oh, yes. Really. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a little bit more swearing in one than the other, but, you know. <laughs> All right, excellent. Okay, well, okay, listener, yeah, uh, we'll see you in two weeks, all right? Yes, it'll be fab. (laughs) F-A-B, yeah. All right, thanks, Ian. Thanks, Ian. Bye. Bye.